Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come, Silver! Let's go, Nicole! I'm Silver! As the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode slowly across the tableland toward the rim of a cliff, they could hear the sounds of a construction gang at work. The new railroad was being built. When we get to the edge of the cliff, Tonto, we'll be able to see the work. Well, people say work go plenty good. Jim Carney's in charge of the construction team, Asabi. He's a fine engineer. Well, railroad be big help to cattlemen. Oh, it'll be a help to everyone in this part of the country. It'll mean that the ranchers will have about a hundred miles less to drive their cattle. And that supplies can be brought to people out here much easier. Train up right here, Tonto. Ho, Silver. Ho, We'd better dismount here and leave the horses at ground hitch. I don't want to take them too close to the top of the cliff. Oh, what that? There seems to be an argument at the base of the cliff. Toto, that sounds like Jeff Wilson, the old freighter. We go close to edge. 
Maybe sit down below. All right, come on. Don't stand there kicking at the ground with the toe of your boot. Answer us. Are you going to help me? Or are you going to stay with Carney and his railroad crew? Dad, if you'd only see my side of it. You scrimped and saved so you could get cash to send me to a school so I could study engineering. Now I got a chance to use what I learned and yeah, you don't... I figured on you taking over my freighting business after you got back from school. Don't you yeah. see, Dad? The railroads will handle freight in the future. Hauling stuff by mule team will be a thing of the past. Yeah, boy, Sunday, that's a fine way to talk. Uh, Dad, here comes Mr. Connie. Good. I'll give him a piece of my mind while I'm at it. Oh, Dave. Well, this must be your father. That's right, Mr. Connie. You bet I'm his father. Glad to know you, Mr. Wilson. Dave's told me a lot about you. Well, I've heard plenty about you, Connie. If you think me and the other men that are in the freighting business aim to sit still for all this railroad building, you'd better guess again. Mr. Wilson, your son's become a fine surveyor. There's a big future for him. Future for you, too. Well, I'm going to fight, see? I'm going to fight tooth and nail. There's a plenty of men feel as I do. We don't want the railroad, and we'll do all we can to keep it from getting finished. You're talking nonsense. Nonsense, huh? You'll see. I'm sorry, Dan. Mighty sorry you feel that way. It looks like you and I are going to be on opposite sides. That's your word, huh? That's it. Yeah. Get up there. Get off. Get up there. Dave, I'm sorry you and your father had an argument. Couldn't be helped, Mr. Gunning. I'm glad you decided to stay with me. I'd better get back on the job. Looks like half the men have stopped work to listen to the argument. All right, man, let's get back to work. Workers aren't the only ones who heard the argument. Ah, we hear it too. And what do you think? I'm sorry Jeff Wilson spoke as he did. Well, him plenty man. Well, he spoke without thinking. But now if anything happens to delay the work on the railroad, Jeff will be blamed. Well, that's right. I know Jeff wouldn't do anything violent, but there are others. You think other fellow makes trouble for railroad? Well, if anyone wants to, Jeff has given them a chance to get away with it. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, Carney's had trouble with one of the engineers, Toto. A man named Dorgan. And he heard the argument. Oh. And which... Him which fella? Uh, he's the dark man with a scar on his forehead. Oh, you know him. Toto, I want you to keep an eye on Dorgan. He leaves the construction camp, see where he goes and what he does. The town of Carlsville had a boomtown quality while the railroad workers were in the vicinity. Nightlife was gay and noisy and the cafes were crowded. Free spenders attracted gamblers and swindlers and some who were out-and-out crooks. Deke Jackson was a cattle thief. It was he who sat at a corner table in a deadhead cafe talking to Scar Dorgan. I knew you'd be interested, Jackson. We sure I am. And now let me get it straight. You say the old freighter as much as told Carney you tried to wreck the railroad work? That's it. (laughs) Thanks for the tip. Maybe I can use him in our plane. Don't be a fool. He didn't mean what he said. He was just talking through his hat because he was mad. And why tell me about it? Because, Deke, it's the chance I've been waiting for. Now I'm ready to do business with you. Yeah? How many men have you got? Half a dozen here in town. More camped outside of town. I can round up plenty. All right. 
You've got to figure out some way to slow down the railroad job. Slow it way down. Then what? If the job is slowed down, the contractors will fire Kearney. I'm uh, next in line for his job. So you'll be in charge of the railroad construction. What good does that do me, Dorgan? Here's where you come in. Yeah? You'll get a contract to supply the camp with beef. There'll be no questions asked about where it comes from. And you'll get top prices. Now and then there'll be a mix-up on the count. You might get paid double or triple. Yeah. We can make a good thing out of this, Jackson. You help me get Carney's job, and I'll see that you sell a lot of beef with no questions asked as to where it came from. Acting on instructions of the Lone Ranger, Tonto had followed Dorgan from the construction camp and had been in the cafe to overhear the conversation. As soon as possible, he reported to the masked man in a nearby camp. Couldn't you learn what the plans were, Tonto? No. After that, two fellas go out, go to hotel. I'd like to know what they're planning for tomorrow night. Maybe we tell Sheriff, huh? We have nothing to tell him, Toto. Besides, he has his hands full handling things in town. I'll have to wait until tomorrow night and see what happens. On the following night, the Lone Ranger and Tonto watched the construction camp from the 75-foot ledge, but saw nothing to indicate that Jackson's gang was at work. They waited until well past midnight. Then they rode down the trail to the tracks and followed them eastward. You couldn't have been mistaken about the time, could you, Toto? Well, Jackson say him have gang at work tonight. I'd like to know where they're working and what they're doing. As far as we've gone, there's been no trouble. Well, me watch Jackson all day. See him talk to plenty feller in town. It may be too early. Trouble may be planned for later in the night. I... Ah, me hear something, too. Straight ahead, Kimosabe. Sounds like someone driving spikes into the railroad ties. We see him just round bend. Better rain up right here. We'll see where we Just around this rock. One man there. That's enough. Stand still. Hold it. Hold it or we'll brush you with lead. All right. That sounds like young fella. It is. It's Dave Wilson. Who are you? What are you doing here? I might ask the same question. Huh. Well, you're masked. There seems to be a lot of track torn up. What about it? Are you trying to reset the rails without help? Now, look here, mister. It's none of your affair. Who are you, anyhow? Dave, I know your father. Todd and I were on the ledge when you and he had an argument. We heard him threaten to make trouble for the railroad. Now, you listen to me. Huh? My dad didn't have anything to do with this damage. He did not tell you. No one can prove he did. <laughs> you don't believe that, Dave. Down in your heart, you're quite sure your father pried out the spikes. That's why you're trying to repair the damage. Who are you, anyhow? What's the idea of wearing that mask, and who's the Indian? Lower your hands, Dave, and listen to what I have to tell you. Bring the horses over here, Toto. Uh, let me get them. Uh, last night... Scar Dorgan went into town. He made a deal with an outlaw named Deke Jackson. Dorgan? Why, he's... Yes, he's Carney's assistant. And if Carney fails, Dorgan will have his job. You mean to say Dorgan was making a deal with a crook? He was. Jackson's to help delay progress on the railroad. After Dorgan is put in charge, 
tax will be paid off. But how? How can Dorgan pay him off? He'll buy beef from Jackson. Or ask questions about the ownership. It'll be stolen beef. I don't believe it. Why are you telling me all this? So you'll know it was not your father who tore up those rails. Dorgan heard your father's threats. He knows your father will be blamed for anything that happens. Oh, I... Gosh, I can't help but like your style, mister. But I don't savvy. I don't see why you're here, why you're telling me these things. I want to see Dorgan exposed. Deke Jackson's gang captured and the railroad completed. That's a big order. Yes, I'll need help. Your help. What can I do? Return to camp and tell Carney you found rails torn up. If he sends some men here, they can repair the damage in a short time. Carney will suspect my dad. That's what I want for the time being. We'll put those crooks at ease. Let them think their plans are working out. Then what? Then I'll talk to Carney. Oh, 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 boy. Easy, boy. Mr. Carney. Mr. Carney. I've got to see you, Mr. Carney. Can I come into your tent? What's the matter out there? Who's making all this noise? Mr. Connie, there's trouble. Oh, it's you, Dave. What in thunder's the matter? You're waking up the whole camp. I was riding from town and passed a place about three miles back where the rails are torn up. What? What's the trouble over here? Is that you, Dave? Yeah, Dorgan. He says the rails are torn up. You can see it plain in the moonlight. If they're not fixed before morning, the supply train might go off the track. Well, sounds like that old freighter made good his threat. He did not. Oh, I forgot he was your father. Don't you try to blame my Take general. it easy, Dave, easy. Dorgan, don't you make any accusations. All right, Connie, I won't accuse anyone. Maybe it's just a coincidence that we've got damaged so soon after, well, after a threat. It's just a case of respiking the rails, that's all. It'll have to be done before morning. Dorgan, you'd better get the men up. <laughs> I reckon most of them are up. There's been noise enough here to wake a dead man. Dave, you get a fresh horse and lead Dorgan to the damage. Yes, sir. Uh, men aren't going to like being hauled out of their blankets in the middle of the night to go to work. Tell them to be paid extra for it. Rouse the cookie. Tell him to give the men some food and plenty of coffee before they start out. Right. Oh, Dave, you stay here a minute. I want to speak to you. All right, sir. Wake up, boys. Roll out. Are you liking a nut? Going to work? Mr. Carney, if you think my dad... Tell me this, Dave. You saw the damage. Could one man have done it? Well, I... I suppose so, yes. It's just a case of using a strong bar to pry out the spikes. But, Mr. Carney, I know Dad's hot-headed and he talks too much, but he doesn't mean what he says. I want to see your dad here in my tent tomorrow. As soon as the damage is repaired, you go on to town and tell him. Yes, sir. I'll tell him, but I don't think he'll come. He doesn't come with you. I'll go into town myself. I'll call on him, but I'll take the law with me. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
continue our story. The railroad men worked by moonlight, replacing the spikes that had been torn all out along a section of track. They didn't like being roused from their sleep and being sent to work in the middle of the night. Dorgan's frequent comments added to their anger. It's bad enough to work all day without having a pitch in at night just because an ornery old mule skinner don't like railroads. Well, if I was Connie, I'd take steps mighty quick. Me too. I'd go gunning for old Wilson. Yeah, worst of it is, we gotta work with that smart Alex Sonny here. Oh, Dave's plenty smart. He's just about as smart as they come. He's been a school in the east. The rest of us don't know nothing. We didn't have the chance to go to school. We had to learn railroad building by going out and building a doggone thing. Say, what's this coming? A paint horse. Is that a red skin on the saddle? It looks like it. Yeah, it is. Old scout, old fella. Old fella. What do you want here? Shove on, Redskin. Well, me come from town. Me got message for Carney. Well, give it to me. I'll take it. Uh, and you not, Carney. What is that, a telegram? That's right. And where, Carney? What have you got there, Redskin? Uh, me got message for Carney. I said I'd take it. Mr. Carney's up at the end of the line, three miles to the west. Oh, uh, me go there. Get him up, scout. Probably orders from the eastern office. Like to know what they are. You can find out as soon as you get back, Dorgan. And that'll be as soon as these rails are spiked. Maybe we're not working fast enough to suit you. Come on, boys. Get to work. Mr. Dave Wilson thinks we should get done. Get back to camp. All right, come on. Let's get going. Oh, Scott. Oh, fella. Oh, fella. Oh, Jim Carney had been awake, waiting for the men to return. He came from his lighted tent as Tonto reined up. Well, who are you? Well, here. Here, message. You take it inside to light, and you read it. Message, huh? Where'd you get it? Well, me get it from town. Come in, I'll see if there's a reply. Must be important if they sent you out in the middle of the night with it. I'll see. What's this? Pay no attention to it. Huh? Hey, what? Leave the gun alone. Masked. Who are you? Where'd you come from? What is this? That message doesn't mean what it says, Carney. Oh, how do you know? Because I wrote it. It's signed by one of the officials in the home office. Yes, I know it is. See, when Dorgan and the men come back, I want them to find it on your table. It will account for the fact that you're not here. What? Not here? Oh, you're traveling with me. Like fun I am? Leave gun alone. You make another play to get a gun. I'll have to do something about it, Carney. Just what are you up to? You'll find out in due time. You think I'm leaving here? I know you are, even though I have to use force. And before you leave, you're going to write a note for Dorgan to find. Well, of all that downright nerve. When Dorgan returns, he's going to find himself in charge of this railroad. I wonder what kind of a boss he'll make. The workmen finished their job, returned to camp and bed. When they were gathered at breakfast, Scar Dorgan appeared with a telegram. He looked pleased. The men knew that something unusual was about to be announced. Hey, boys, quiet down a minute. All right, quiet down. I got something to announce. I got here a telegram and a note from Jim Carney. Well, what's that mean? What sort of This telegram came last night from the Eastern Office. Says Connie is to go east right away. Don't know why, but that's what it says. And um, here's a note from Connie to me, telling me I'm to be in charge of this job until further notice. You mean you're the boss? That's right. I'm the boss. Any of you that want to question it can read this note signed by Jim Connie. Hurry up and finish eating. 
Got a lot of track to lay before sunset. If you're the boss, Dorgan, maybe you've got different instructions for me. You do the same as you've been doing right along. Get up ahead of where we're working. Check the grade. Make sure the right of way. See that the timber crew has got plenty of ties. I don't want no delays. Dorgan seemed determined to make a better record than his predecessor. The men soon realized that they were going to be driven hard. The morning was half gone when Dave came from the east at a gallop. Ho, 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 boy. What are you doing back here? Dorgan. I asked you a question. There's trouble up ahead. What kind of trouble, Indians? No. There's half a dozen men up there. They're stacking all the ties. They've already set some on fire. Burning the ties? Yeah. The ones that were all cut ready to lay in place. It looks like they're trying to hinder us. Who are they? I don't know. A couple of them are masked, and the rest of them have hoods over their heads. Black hoods with holes so they can see through them. Not so loud. Hey, but I don't see what... No use getting the men all excited. I'll I'll go with you and see for myself. Are you sure they're not freighter pals of your father? Yes, I'm sure of that. All right, I'll, I'll ride with you. But just the two of us? We won't have a chance against Shut them. Shut up. I'm giving the orders around here. All right. Steady there. Easy, boy. I lead the way, Wilson. Get up! Get up there! Riding side by side, the young engineer and Scar Dorgan left the end of the track. They rode past ties that had been set in place with rails ready for spiking. Then ties that the rails had not yet reached. And beyond these, there were heavy ties that had been cut and trimmed but not yet placed. Several of these had been gathered in a pile and set on fire. There! There's some burning right now! Where's these hoodie men you spoke of? They were up ahead. Yeah, there they are. You can see them now. Oh, yeah. I see them. They're hauling some more of the ties into a pile. You wearing a gun? Sure. Let me have it. Have a dog You heard me pass it over. I want you to start a shooting match with those critters. Well, all right. Here you are. Hey, you. What do you think you're doing there? Oh, 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 boy. Oh, there. Easy, boy. You're Dorgan, aren't you? Star Dorgan? That's my name. And you should know what we're doing. Oh, what's young Wilson doing with you? Never mind him. Where's your boss? Big Jackson was in town the last time I saw him. I'm in charge of the men who are here. Well, go on back to town. And tell Deke that Connie left. And I'm in charge, as of this morning. Didn't you want the work slowed up on this railroad? Dorgan. What do you mean by that? You shut up. The boy's going to hear an awful lot, Dorgan. What are you going to do about him? I'll take care of him. Now leave those timbers where they are. There won't be no need to go ahead as we planned. Well, if you're in charge, Deke will be looking for some business from you. Well, tell him to come and see me this afternoon. I'll let him know how much beef we can use. Now I get it. You're in with these masked and hooded critters. You wanted the job slowed up while Connie was in charge. Aren't you the smart one? Well, you won't get away with it, Dorgan. Shut up. I'll let daylight through you right here now. Just a minute, Dorgan. That Indian may have word from town. I'll see what he wants. Make it fast. Oh, Scott. Oh, fella. Oh, fella. Oh. Better keep an eye on young Wilson. Right. If he gets away, he'll tell all he knows about you. What is it, Toto? Me watch Dick Jackson, like you say. Is he still in town? No, him come here with gang. How many? Fifteen, maybe sixteen. Them circle through woods, so them not pass close to end line the camp. How soon will they be here? They're plenty quick. Them come from south. Maybe in a minute or two. It'll be a stiff fight. Right east, Toto. Get to the camp as quickly as you can and bring the men. All right. Get him off his couch. Well, 
What the Indian have to say? Oh, it was a personal matter, Dorgan. I don't like to do business with men I can't see. Take off that mask and tell your partners to take their hoods off their heads. There's plenty of time for that. Did you say you're all working for Deke Jackson? I didn't say. You'd uh, better get back to your job, hadn't you, Dorgan? Leave young Wilson with us. We'll deal with him. Just a minute. What are those riders? They seem to be some more of Deke Jackson's men. Seems to be Deke Jackson himself. There's likely to be an argument, boys. You better get behind that barricade of timbers we threw up. Hey, what do you mean by that? You wanted to see who was wearing hoods, Dorgan. Well, take a look at the man who heard you admit that you're working with crooks. That man over there is a sheriff. That's what I am. What's your These idea? boys are special deputies. And that's Jeff Wilson, the mule skinner you tried to frame. Hey, you wounded pool chest. Who are Come you? Come on, Dave. Get over here with your old man. We'll fight these boys. No, I can't. You too, Dorgan. Let me go. Let me go to you here. I'll take that gun. Come along with the rest of it. I'll help you with the critter. Put these hands up on him. They'll hold him. That was a smart trick. You won't get away with it, though. Get him behind the barricade. Here comes Dick and his boys. Look at every one of you. Dick! Dick, open up! Let him have it! Jim Carney, the sheriff, the deputies, Dave and his father, and the Lone Ranger fought from behind a crude barricade of railroad ties, but the odds were heavy against them. Jackson and the rest of the outlaws fired from the shelter of trees and rocks. It might have been a long siege if Tonto hadn't raced to the camp at the end of the line and told the construction hands about the situation. Hey, look! Look down there! Someone's coming along the right away! It's the boys! My men! Tonto must have given them instructions. They're spreading out. They're firing from behind those cold cats. They're between two fires. I don't want to get killed. I surrender. I throw down your guns if you want to surrender. Throw them down, you trucks. That does it, boys. We've got them. Rope every one of them. Jeff, I want to apologize for suspecting me. Oh, shucks, Mr. Carney. You had reason to suspect me. I reckon I shot off my big mouth too much threatening you in the railroad. Dad, I'm glad you're not set against the railroad like you were the other day. Well, now, how can a man be set against a thing as big as a railroad, son? Doggone it, I reckon the thing that made me so fired mad the other day was that I knew you were speaking the truth. Old mule skinners like me will take a back seat. Oh, not necessarily, Jeff. I tried to tell you something the other day, but you wouldn't listen. You tried to tell me what? The West is going to need mule freighters for a long time. The railroad can use men like you and mules like yours to bring goods to the stations. You'll have to help the railroad handle things in the West. And if you're interested, I'll give you a contract as soon as we see these crooks delivered to town. You mean I'm to be working for the railroad? Yep. And my mules? Of course. (laughs) Doggone it, Dave, to hear that. Me and you and the mules are all going to be working for the railroad. Yeah, I reckon we owe plenty to that masked man. He cleared me of suspicion. And he captured the Deke Jackson gang. And exposed Dorgan's plans. Why, say, where is he? Over there, Mr. Carney. He and Tonto are getting ready to mount. Hey, hold on, mister. The railroad is indebted to you. Riding away. Dead rabbit. I wanted to tell him I was sorry for all the things I said to him when he called on me last night. You know, I sure thought he was a crook. So did I, Jeff. But that was before I knew he was the Lone Ranger.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. 